I hope the beard doesn't get to me. The beard? Beard. Oh, wow. Really? Was that a hiccup? That was a genuine hiccup. hiccup. This is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I only had one. I'm good. I'm all right. I've eaten, man. God, come on. Welcome to the MovieVille.org podcast, episode number 47. Yes, uh, scratchy sound straight away. Absolutely. That was annoying, but let's see how it goes. I'll yeah. have to play with this. Say something loudly. Loudly. Yeah, so not too bad. We can clean that up. Yep. Cool. Okay, so three, four, nearly five weeks. We're late. Yes. Okay, my yeah. fault. Why don't you tell us what's happening? What's been happening? What's been happening? I spent three weeks in... Uh, um, uh, the Democratic Republic of Canada. Uh, that was good. That was really nice. A week in Montreal and two weeks in Toronto. It was amazing holiday. Get to see the whole world in one place. It was nice. Very nice. When did you get back? Uh, Sunday. Some Sunday. I can't remember the date now. Excellent. We slept for like two days afterwards, so... Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you did that. You got some time to collect yourselves and yeah. Well, then and then I was straight into studying. Yes, I had to set my alarm, get up, and then I've been studying every day. Yeah, and you've got been like, kind of like uh, off the grid. It feels like, and I will be until about September. I've got so much to do. How are you? How are you been? Insane. Um. Yeah. All right. I mean, I can't complain. I mean, I've. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned this last episode. Did we talk about the? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, we've got our own place now, so we've been busy with that and not busy, I suppose you could say, at the same time. Uh, It's been good. We've been binging on Netflix and watching things. It's been great. Cool. So we can talk about those things. Absolutely. I've seen a couple of things, not too many things, because I've been busy. But we we had a show planned anyway, so let's go into that. Okay. So what we got first? I had a thing. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> which I found weird. How are you finding Netflix's, um, this has started to become the Netflix show, but hey, they're yep. doing a really great job, so I can't really complain. How are you finding their new rating thing where it just tries to match you rather than give you a rating of the thing? I'm ignoring it, to be honest with you. Um, I know what I want to watch. And if I like the look of something, yeah, then I'm going to watch it. The ratings thing doesn't do much for me. I, I've Much like movie reviews, yeah, I've stopped listening to them. I'd like to make my own opinion before something's matched me, because as we saw when you look at scrolling through Netflix early today, you were finding things that you would never have watched just because. Well, I watch a lot of weird stuff, which is what really puts it off. So what what I've got is they try and use their machine learning algorithms to look at what you've looked at, look at what you've watched. Um, they don't seem to really take it. I, mean, I think at the end of it, you just get asked whether you like it or don't like it or whatever. And then they try and match Thumbs up stuff. or down, I think. No. Yeah, which is weird because I watch really weird things. So if they're matching stuff that I've watched with um, other people who have watched stuff like me, they're going to get really weird recommendations from people like me that just watch random things. So, uh, yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's interesting. I'm uh, having a go at seeing if it matches me well is pretty good. Uh, but I miss the ratings because I used to find them really amusing because there's all these... Um, I used to do fairly 
evil things like laugh at all the really low ratings on the Bollywood films. But, <laughs> but um, there wasn't a single one above like two and a half stars. And they've got rid of that because obviously some people like them. And to them, it's a 94% match or whatever. Yeah, so it's gross. I can see why they've done it, but I sort of like both. But hey, that's just a, a minor whinge. Um, what have you been watching? Um, we've, uh, myself and the wife have been binging on Sons of Anarchy. Now, Sons of Anarchy to me is an interesting one, right? Because, oh, man. hold on, hold on. Just, 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 you know. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I've seen it once before, but you haven't. So you're watching it again for me? I'm, I'm watching it again because I want to understand why I enjoyed it the first time around. And it's an interesting look yeah. at a pseudo-racist motorcycle gang Hang on, what the hell is pseudo-racist? Because I'm, I'm not a real racist. I'm just <laughs> pseudo-racist. I just... <laughs> the club themselves... How would you even do that? The club themselves aren't racist, but the rules in their charter state that the club members can't be black. Right. So because of the rules, they are not allowed to have black people in the, in the club. But they themselves are not racist. Though some of the things they say are borderline racist. So the club that they're in... Yep. Can't have... Black, black people. people. Yep. But they aren't racist. Nope. They are the club. Yeah, but they weren't the ones to make I'm, the rules. I'm pretty confused. Hold on. They weren't the one to, ones to make the rules. <laughs> okay. You know? <laughs> well, I've started watching it again with you, as we promised we would. Um, so we'll see where it goes, uh, towards learning French. I'm still watching things like Rick and Morty in, um, French. Have you ever watched Rick and Morty? No. It's, um, Dan Harmon. Okay. It's so funny. I've watched the whole thing, all three seasons, I think it is. I'm waiting for more seasons. Um, but it, I thought it'd be funny to watch it in French while I'm learning French. And it's really good because I'm learning fantastic swear words. So, uh. And, and, and nice ways of speaking. So I'm guessing it's not for kids. <laughs> no, no. Okay. I think Dan Harmon doesn't believe there's kids in the world. Uh, it's an animation, but it's it's very funny. It's, it's... I didn't realize that. I thought it was for kids. No. Oh, right. Okay. No, no. no hell no. I it was like Adventure Time. <laughs> no. Oh, watch it. You fucking love it. Is it on Netflix? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, of course, we've I've watched Dear White People twice because uh, she hadn't watched it. So we watched it together again. Are we just going to get straight into this now, yeah? Uh, I'm doing it next month. The girl, the, the girl thing. The girl thing? The woman thing. The woman. Woman. Well, I thought let's cover what TV and movies. Okay, so I've been and watching... And then go into it. So I've been watching Girl Boss. Girl Boss. Um, have you seen this? No. Okay. It's an interesting show. Yeah. The premise is simple. It's a girl who wants to be her own boss. Right. And she's trying to make something of herself. She wants to build her own business and she wants to do something more with her life, but she's she's com- continuously whining. She's... <sighs> We're going to talk about this later on. Yeah, uh, we're going to have to get into it a bit more because I'm not, and I'm not saying this because I'm not being sexist at all because that's actually the point of this show. Um, even if you said that was a guy and this is his story, I just feel like 
Uh, but okay, is, is it good? I don't know how wow, to answer that. Wow, that's a long pause. Yeah, I don't know how to answer <laughs> that. I'll be honest. That's a long pause. Uh, okay. Why don't you tell me what you've been watching and then let's get into the discussions. Uh, TVs, uh, iZombie. Um, basically because I didn't want to watch it and then you said it was a comic and it was highly recommended and all this stuff. So I started watching it. Uh, it's got Rahul Kohli in it from EastEnders. Yes, I've seen <laughs> I've seen him before. <laughs> which is which is amusing. He's can be irritating, but he's all right. Uh, I think he's doing a good job. Uh, so we've got uh, a black guy, a brown guy, and a zombie girl as the main cast. Um, in case anyone's bothered about that demographic. <laughs> uh, What's the show about? It's about a girl who gets scratched by a zombie and then becomes a zombie. Um, but it's very funny and cool. It's like a cool zombie soap opera detective show, but it doesn't take itself seriously at all, uh, which, I'll, which I'll get into in, in, a, in a bit. That's pretty much it for TV. Uh, what else? Glow. Oh, Doctor Who, of course, but let's not talk about that. Yeah, Glow. Oh, yeah, what, you've been watching Glow? You've been watching Glow? I haven't started watching it, but it's on my list. That's strange, because it's, it's about wrestling. Yeah, I know, it's kind of on my list. And really bad language. <laughs> Tell me a- what you think, because I, I was intrigued. When I sent you this trailer, you said it, this looks like my my dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> it did look like I was watching one of your dreams. Um, <laughs> it's very funny. It's very good writing. It's very funny. Lots of bad language because it's the 70s and it's done in a good way. It's um, The context is obviously that sort of male-dominated uh, culture that was around then with girls trying to make it somehow and this thing comes along um, without giving anything away. It's... <laughs> it's very funny. You will laugh a lot. And it's a lot of it's very dark humour, so it's right up my street. Movies. Movies. So, uh, what have I watched? I watched Gold. Um, Matthew McConaughey film, where he's... Uh, it's a story of this huge... Oh, I can't tell you. It'll give it away. It's about this guy who finds one of the biggest gold of, uh, halls of gold in Indonesia ever um, and how people try and take it away from him. Uh, I think it's based on some true stories. So it was good. It was entertaining, forgettable, but entertaining. Um, and I watched Loving. No? Loving is uh, the film about the the... It was right. So there's this interracial marriage, a white guy, and uh, she, she was a, uh, a mix. Is the one that uh, Ruth Negger won the award for? Yeah, I think right. so. Okay. Yes. I'm not. I'm not sure why. I think this was a very forgettable film about a very important event. Um, I, her performance is amazing. Okay. But she's kind of on her own. And as a film, the story doesn't really go anywhere. Right. Uh, I think they could have done more. Okay. They sort of give you the ending as text when the film finishes and it's like, oh, that's, I would have watched that as a film if they'd done more. It's really weird. It's like, we're going to end it here and then we're just going to put some text on the screen and tell you what happened. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those ones. Uh, it was okay. I, I say watch it, but 
it's it's no you know it's not, okay. not what it could have been okay. uh what else we went to see pirates yes uh what do you think of that i'll tell i'll i'll tell you what i've been telling everybody else thank you <laughs> it's not the greatest film in the world nor are any of the other ones but they're incredibly fun films to watch and i think that is the fundamental purpose of watching these films they're not meant to be taken seriously they're just i mean i hope they're not meant to be taken seriously it's full of <laughs> ridiculous things um but they're fun to watch and i think that's the purpose of these things so uh yeah i mean i enjoyed it it was a you know, like you said about the first couple of films, forgettable, but they have their moments. I really liked it. I love Hever uh, Badem and and everything that he does. He's so cool and he can be so evil and he's so menacing. Uh, I, I was waiting for him to appear and then just be in every scene. He wasn't in it enough. Uh, I like the ending, the except it was slightly weird. It was like, where the hell did she come from? She was just like, what? She was just over the hill. She just appeared out of nowhere. What? Where the yep. woods? That was stupid. Yep. Um, it was the, yeah. Uh, it didn't make any sense. She came, I mean, come on. I mean, that was just stupidity. It felt like they were injecting her into the film for, for the sake of putting her in the film and it didn't make any sense. Yeah. It just. Ugh. Yeah. Um, apart from that, I thought it was cool. It fit. It was a good fit with the rest of them. And I will enjoy watching all of them from beginning to end. I've got a thing about pirates, though, which is another long story. Uh, not, not, a, not a weird sexual thing at all, in case that's what Because sure. the look on your face is weird. It's not one of those things. <laughs> I don't like to dress up as a pirate. It's a, not like at all. It's more about the history, where they came from, who they were, what happened in, 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 in business history, really. And Anyway, long story. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I'd watch it. I'd watch it again in the cinema. I think it was a cool film. Uh, and, and and Depp did a fantastic performance as usual. Actually, made me forget um, what a you know wife-beating knobhead he actually is alleged to be for 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 a bit there. I did say alleged. Sure, I, I hear that you can say whatever the fuck you want as long as you say alleged. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> I think that's how it works. Oh man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which brings me to my next film. Wonder Woman. Is that that IDF propaganda film? <laughs> I watched this. I watched this. Uh, yeah. Is that the one? Do you know what? When what I... a fucking pile of shit that film was, by the way. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. You watched it? Wow. You sound really surprised. I was surprised. Yeah, I did. You didn't like it? No. Oh. I loved uh, the Themyscira Themis, yeah, yeah, yeah. Themyscira. 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 Yeah. Themyscira. Yeah. Themyscira section. Yeah. I could have watched that as a whole film. Cool. It was awesome. I, I see what they've done. They've put that at the beginning so they don't have to put it at the end because basically it was like an entire comic series of the whole uh, Ares um, Wonder Woman thing, which has actually been made as an animated film, which I've seen about three, four times. Before you, before you think, can I, can I, can I give you my thoughts? Okay. So the beginning part was great. There was a, you know, when, um, about halfway through, it takes ages for them to kind of get into the film. It took a long time. Ridiculously long film. It it took ages. It was like 
a massive Zack Snyder masturbation. Yes. With no story. Yes. It, badly cast. It was fucking rubbish. DC have done it again. Another rubbish film. You don't agree with this, do you? Not 100%. <laughs> Go on then. I thought it had its amazing moments. So, for example, when Wonder Woman first steps onto No Man's Land. Yeah, I didn't like that. You didn't like that? I thought it was stupid. <sighs> I thought what she did. Why, why? Okay, no, go on. You tell me. I'm interested. You tell me why you didn't like it. Look, look. Okay. Yeah, go on. You tell me why you didn't like it. Go on. Because it was stupid and Why cheesy. was it stupid? It's like, you can't go up there. It's no man's land. No man can go there. It's like, it's like you could just hear the subtext of, oh, she's not a man. <laughs> it's like, oh, go away. It's so pathetic. It was so pathetic. <laughs> and then everyone just runs out after us saying, oh, she's taking all the fire. Uh, yeah, that is not how Germans work. They would have split their efforts and noticed yeah, it's just not a thing. It's very offensive to the most offensive Germans. <laughs> the stupidity and inaccuracies of how one would act in war aside, right? Okay, forget that. Okay. The actual her going up there and doing that. It yes. was just really cheesy. Yes. And, and and it was like, it was very forced. Now, in terms of story points, okay. the, they had made an ensemble of heroes that were out to go and do a thing. But they couldn't go and face the bad guy because in terms of story structure, they were untested. They had to test themselves. And so that middle part of the story where she does that is the beginning of a whole action sequence where the um, friends, the crew, the team come together ready to, to, to you know, see if they survive uh, a challenge um, so that we can see them working together so we can have confidence that they would face the bad guy. Otherwise, you could, as, an, as a, a viewer, you have no buy-in. So that's why the scene was there, but how it was done was so forced. It was just like, I oh, was sitting there wanting to scream. I think the reason I enjoyed it was because it took so long to get to that point. It took, what, 45 minutes or so to get to that point? Yeah. Maybe even an hour? Yeah. And when I got to that, I was like, fuck it, finally. And then it just felt like even the character of Wonder Woman was dying to be Wonder Woman. And that was when she was first able to be Wonder Woman. Do you see what I'm saying? I do, because I was I was feeling like the first sort of entire hour of this film, it was like... Um, uh, <laughs> Cocky rich cousin has come to visit and is making funny comments about everything I do for my live as a, for a living kind of setup. It was just, hang on, what, what, what? She's not doing anything. She's just walking about making comments about stuff and not actually. Yeah. It was very shitty. Yes. Okay. No, I, I can agree with that. But this is why the set, there was no setup. I can see what you're saying. I agree with you there. There was no setup there. But I don't know. I don't, I don't think it was a bad film. How many Again. times have you seen it? Twice, twice, two times. You liked it both times. The the beginning part, this this uh, the second half of the first act, if you will, was really boring me. <laughs> um, it was okay. only up until they got to No Man's Land. It was like, okay, film's gonna get somewhere. And then, uh, kind of went down again. Got really boring. 
And then towards the end, when it was the fight between Ares and her, that felt forced to me. That was horrible. Yeah, that felt forced. And that guy was just so badly cast. And also, all of a sudden, Wonder Woman has Zeus's powers. Uh, I had had an issue with that. There was some kind of weird thing there about, oh, well, he's charged her up with lightning and now she can do this. Yeah, yeah, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They were just trying to go for a... It was just so... It was Zack Snyder all over. I know that Patty Jensen Jenkins, or yeah. Jenkins directed it, but it, it felt like she'd made a... But maybe she made a film and then Zack Snyder cut it the way he cut his dream the night before. Because um, it was just... It was just 300 naked men short of a regular Zack Snyder dream. Shit. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. There you go. That's our review. You don't think so? <laughs> I don't think this has ever happened before, folks. You've single handedly changed my opinion on the film. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's that's uh scary. Okay, but the film aside, yeah, can we get into the next thing, which uh, is that was yeah okay detaching the person, the actors, the performers' beliefs from the character they portray on screen, because yes. you had a you have a big issue with this. I do. I can yeah. understand why you have a big issue with this because I'll tell you a story about wrestling. Once you've you tell me your beliefs and then I'll explain something to you. So you go. Okay. I don't think it's fair on just Johnny Depp and uh, Gal Gadot. She says some stupid things. Now, I'm going to say they're stupid things because, and and this isn't, so I'm going to clarify myself because we don't want to be coming across the wrong way here. She announced public support for the IDF because she used to be in the IDF and it's perfectly understandable because she used to fight alongside with these guys for her to say that but in the political spectrum of the world the way it is and in light of the the only null role that she's known for except for the minor fast and furious role um this this is a dangerous place to be and that is nothing to do with um israel versus palestine and I'm not taking a side one way or the other. I'm going to say, looking at the IDF in exclusivity, uh, people should go and check out a website called Breaking the Silence. I will link to it. And it's a bunch of um, left-leaning IDF soldiers who have come out to actually talk about the real nasty looting and murdering and abusing that happens by IDF soldiers. Now, I'm not saying that that's not fair because on the other side, I'll be the first one to say the Palestinian government have done some really wrong things and continue to do so. And I'm not getting into any of that stuff or taking any sides. What I'm saying is neither should Wonder Woman. This is a, this is an awful thing to Just get into. days before the poster dropped. Yes, it was, it was messy. Very, very messy and made it difficult um, even more difficult to watch some of the scenes where what she was saying just felt like complete hypocrisy because that's not what, 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 that's what Wonder Woman might say, but it's not what she would say. That's, that's what makes it irritating for me because it's not that 
I can't separate the two. It's that when one of the things is so loud, it's like when Johnny Depp's done the things he's done and then he just goes on screen and acts like nonchalant Jack Sparrow. <laughs> it's like, okay, this, yeah, I can, I can't buy it as much as I used to be able to because these other things have happened that are disrupting my experience because it's still your face I'm looking at. See what I mean? Yeah. You're, you are not, that doesn't happen to you. How do you separate it? See, this is a tough one now because I don't know if you know about, there was a wrestler called Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit, yeah. Crispin. Crispin? Chris Benoit. Chris and then Benoit. Benoit, he's French. I'm not French. Is he's that like an effect at the end of his name? Benoit. He's, he's Canadian. So is his name Chris Ben? And then he says, what? Benoit. It looks like Chris Benoit. You know uh. how like Melissa Benoist is <laughs> like that? <laughs> All right. So this is a big thing when it happened. <coughs> a few years, I'll say a few years ago, um, probably about 10, 10 or so years ago, 10 or, over 10 years ago. He was probably one of the best technical wrestlers there are in the entire business. Uh, of course, debatable. But he left the company. Um, he kind of went radio silence for a bit and uh, he died. Now, the reason that he died at the moment, like the time he died, we didn't know why he died. And then news came out that he'd killed himself. But at the same time, not only did he kill himself, he also killed his child and he also killed his wife. He choked his child. Huh? Yeah. Um, and I forget how he killed his wife, but he hung himself as well after that. There was a whole thing that came out about how wrestlers take steroids and this was in relation to roid rage and this kind of stuff. That's annoying. Um, <clears throat> that. But the reason I'm mentioning this is because it was tough to separate what had happened yeah. between the stuff that he did in the ring because the stuff he did in the ring was remarkable and you know the, the person who we saw in the ring was a completely different person to the person that you would imagine to see or imagine you know you wouldn't even imagine him to do stuff like this but it's kind of weird that was, so that's a, I understand where you're coming from but it's kind of a weird example because after that he wasn't in the ring anymore no but it's funny, though, because the company, WWE, erased him from history. Right. So well, they don't even, yeah. understandably so, of course, yeah. they don't mention him in any you know, videos or, or even during commentary. There's no mention of him whatsoever. Okay. Okay. Right. So I was going to go over some other quick examples because I didn't want to be unfair on, I didn't want to be unfair on those guys. So let's just lift up this mic slightly. Here we go. Right. So, oh, that's better. Um... So I wanted to go with some other people and the things they've said and done so we can put this into perspective. Yeah? So, yeah. <laughs> Shall I start with Mel Gibson? <laughs> Classic Mel Gibson, please do. Uh, have you seen him recently? He was on uh, Late Late Show or somewhere recently. Promoting, what did he promote? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever it is, can't, yeah. I can't really bring myself to watch it. He's a big example of someone I just can't watch anymore because he just... Just 
you know, he had this whole breakdown thing. Hacksaw we, Ridge. Was it? That's him. He wasn't really in it much. Have you seen it? No, but he directed it. Ah, okay, fine. That's where he should stay. <laughs> stay, stay behind the camera. You're doing a great job. Um, yes, obviously he did. Uh, he did some silly things. Um, uh, Gary Oldman. Really? Well, no. I mean, he he didn't say anything. He got. See, he had a lot of flack because he was trying to defend some of the things that... (laughs) Sounds weird. He's trying to defend some of the things that Mel Gibson was saying. And he was saying, well, he had a sort of breakdown and he was in a town. Um, It's kind of what might happen to someone um, (laughs) in a town run by Jews, is what he said. And he was just taken... He was shredded for saying that. But the thing is, he had a reason for saying it. He had just read Neil Gabler's book, An Empire of Their Own, How the Jews Invented Hollywood, which is a very complimentary book about how Hollywood came out of a certain culture's money. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with him, but he got shredded for that. And, you know, uh, there's, there's a lot of actors that stopped getting work because of some of their beliefs and things. So, I don't know how people feel about this. People love Tom Selleck. He was Magnum. He was, yeah, he was in, uh, what's that cop show? Magnum PA? No, the one in blue, blue something or other. The one that's been on Sky for like six years. <sighs> blue Bloods? Blue Bloods. Uh, and he's a great guy, but um, he's on the NRA board and he's a massive Second Amendment supporter and feels that everyone should be armed. Um, as is Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn is a massive open carry supporter. He doesn't think there's a problem with people carrying firearms. And he says firearms should be in schools because it will protect the children. Um, and, and for that matter, so are Jolie and Pitt um, <clears throat> and Kurt Russell. And uh, one thing that people don't know about Steven Spielberg, he has one of the largest gun collections that you could possibly (laughs) imagine. He seems like such a nice guy. Uh, (laughs) And there there are many more. Uh, um, And people don't realize this because, you know, these guys are living in a a country where that's a thing and then people tend to take an issue on one side or the other. Um, One nasty guy I found when I was looking into this was Kevin Sorbo. Hercules. Yeah, he's... <laughs> that's the one. He said some wrong things. He's really said some wrong... And he's tried to apologise for them. Uh, one of them was... Ferg- he tweeted... He, was, he says he was angry and he tweeted, Ferguson riots have very little to do with the shooting. It's, it's an excuse to be the losers these animals truly are. Oh, my God. <laughs> God. I mean, the phrase will never work again in this town springs to mind um or even all, all of my electronics have something <laughs> something to say about that one uh yeah and then he apologized for that well, we'll link to that it's an interesting one people forget it's amazing how quickly people forget things that have happened in the past jay-z stabbed a guy and had to pay him a one million dollar out of court settlement um i mean he, this is a guy that, that stabs people when he when he disagrees with them. <laughs> and uh you know he's like he's he's jay-z you know, he's... Uh, when did he stop this guy? Uh, there's an article. I'll link to it. Have a read. 
Uh, it was someone he had a disagree with, disagreement with a long, long time ago. And then he was like big and famous and at a party. And this guy's there. He stabbed. He didn't actually do any damage. He was just like a really rubbish stab. So I think I would still disagree with Jay-Z knowing that I've probably got enough body fat to survive one of his pathetic stabs. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's something to keep in mind if you're ever there and you want to chat up Beyonce, I guess. What, why else would he? St- I don't know. Um, <laughs> Uh, Terrence Howard, you know Terrence Howard, the original friend yeah, uh, of Tony Stark. Yeah, yep. he's off the block. He's lost the plot at some point, and no one seems to have noticed. Uh, he's had straight up shouting arguments with people on set, been violent, thrown stuff around, punched a guy somewhere out in a fast food place. He's uh, been done for <laughs> beating his partner. I think. I can't remember where that article was, but I've linked to some other articles, which we'll put in the thing. Um, the best bits about his crazy background is that he thinks that one times one should equal two. And he makes these um, devices in his home to try and he's trying to prove it with these mechanical devices that he's making. Um, and to help him think, he's devised a secret system uh, that's, that he calls teriology. No, he hasn't. Has it really? Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, we still watch these people. In, I mean, I, don't, I can't watch Empire without thinking of having all these things in my head and thinking, whoa, how do they get them to act so normal? Uh, there's more. I mean, Denzel Washington is, um, sad to say, is... Uh, uh done a lot of anti-gay things which people have not liked now he tries to keep his opinions to himself but he it still comes out in wrong ways um someone who hasn't managed to do that in the past and who tries to hide it now is tom cruise uh he's been in the past reported to have been very um homophobic but hey this is america we're talking about you know like, as Trump says, that's what 70% of the people think. Uh, it must be right, that fi- figure, because Trump said it. So must be true, yeah? It's true, absolutely. It is true. Uh, do you know Tracy Morgan? I know Tracy Morgan, unfortunately, yes. Where do you know him from? Dirty Rock. <laughs> Funny guy. Yes. Yeah, he was in a comedy club, and he said, one, he, he made a it's brilliant joke. Brilliant joke, this is. He said, if my son were gay, he'd better come home and talk to me like a man and not like a homosexual. And he said it in like a feminine voice. Um, I'd pull a knife out and stab that little swear word. So this didn't go down too well in, in the comedy club. Uh, and he tried to apologize for it. But I, I'm not sure where his brain must have been that he constructed that as a joke. When when did he say this? You'd have to see the article. Oh shit, I haven't put it in there. I'll find it. I'll find it for you. Look it up if you want. I can't remember the date. Does it make any difference? It might. Uh, <laughs> considering he came out of a coma. He came out of a coma? Yeah, he had an accident. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> might have screwed with his brain a little bit. Wow, this is like when you're this is like when you're apologising for Johnny Depp, isn't it? Louis C.K. defended him, though. Louis C.K. defended Tracy Morgan. Well, look, 
uh, I don't think any of that stuff. What I'm trying to say is I often um, people always I, I get strange looks when I am derogatory about actors and I call them movable props um, and say that the real talent is the writers and directors and the actors are just movable props because they are. And when stuff like this reinforces that for me, because it says, yeah, these people just should be give, should be told what to say like actors. Actors are told what. To, please don't say your words because your words are not good. So yeah, that's that's that's, that's the uh, wow. Almost end of that little feature. So yeah, it might make you think differently when you see some of these people. But the words. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, it's not to say I don't think about the stuff that they've done outside of of the confines of the of the film, but. Yeah. When I'm watching a film, I'm not associating the actor with the character. I see. That's really cool that you can do that. I, there's something I can't do that. I don't know why. That's not to say I'm ignoring or I'm ignorant to the fact that they've done horrible yeah, things. No, no, you know? no. I, th I think it's really good. I wish I could do that because it would make some things a lot better because I wouldn't be in the back of my head thinking, yeah, well, that's bullshit because you wouldn't say that, would you? See what would make it more what would make it difficult now though is praising that person for doing a good job in that film. So um for example Denzel Washington has been reported as having convinced Will Smith not to kiss another guy on screen because it would be like a gay scene. Um and and these things don't reflect well on Denzel or Will Smith for having listened to him. Um, you're a movable prop. You should just do what the director tells you to do. Has Will Smith kissed a, another man on screen before? I don't think he has because okay. uh, Denzel told him not to. <laughs> Excellent. Let's get into another one, shall we? <laughs> Let's. Yeah, we finished that in good time. So, yeah. This is an important one. And it's something. It's something. It's something that I've started to see more of. Um, but it's always been there, you know. Um, uh, we're talking about Wonder Woman and we're talking about all these films that have female leads and, and, and what have you. Oh, yeah. Um, let's females. You talk about females. Feed me the woman. Woman. You've started to see women. I've started to see women in a different light, yes. Let's Let's talk about how... Let's talk about equality for a second. Equality. 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 Tetley. Yeah. T. T. What, what do you mean by equality? We have now a... Still not enough. We still have a long way to go. But we're starting to see a lot of, I hate using this term, strong female characters. Oh, yeah. The reason why I hate using that, and obviously you know this, but I'm for the benefit of the audience. All women are strong. Mm, yeah. Okay. And to say that a female character is a strong female character undermines them. Well, uh, it also highlights the fact that when we say strong female character. Yes. It's illustrating the point that we don't think they're strong to begin with. No, no, not not that we don't think, not we, but 
in general, characters in movies have been the female. Well, this is kind of what Glow is about. Interestingly, okay. because the first episode of Glow highlights this conversation. Um, yeah, there's, so there's a lot more material out there, uh, a lot more roles appearing and people are getting a chance to play. Women are getting a chance to play roles that they've never been able to play um, before and they're getting the limelight. It's happening bit by bit. Now, all some of them are successful. Some of them are not so successful. People have opinions. We both have opinions. Well, okay. Sorry. Start, start with actually going back on Wonder Woman, right? We're talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Do you remember when this is a few podcasts ago, we were talking about the Oscars debacle, right? And how, you know, the Oscars are so white, the whole thing was happening and black people we're getting the limelight that they deserved. We were talking about how this whole situation was becoming infamous when you said the fact that they've been given whether or not it was a fix or not. Oh, you're talking about Moonlight? Moonlight and everything else that happened. Yeah. You were saying that the fact that they've been given an award is a start, right? Yeah. Just like that. The fact that Gal Gadot, regardless of her past affiliations or current affiliations, the fact that a woman has been given the platform like this in a character like, uh, to play a character like Wonder Woman is a start, is it not? I am completely on the fence about it. I have very strong mixed feelings. So, uh, okay, right. So I'm, I'm going to... And get all sociological for a second uh, and quote a paper <laughs> by um, La Ferrara from 2008, um, which is a study of, sorry, which is a study of uh, Reed Globo. Reed Globo is a television channel in Brazil. And in Brazil, it's a Catholic country um, where they don't openly discuss things like um, birth control, family planning. A contraception because the government tries to steer clear of these things because everybody thinks a different way. So another way of uh, uh, people have been able to impact society is through TV, the media. So from around 1970 to 1991, there was uh, there was uh, these programs, these novellas, whatever they're called, these little soap operas in Brazil. And they had characters on there that were starkly different to the characters in society. People had like six, seven children uh, and they had very sort of Catholic biblical names. Um, and a pattern started emerging that people in the soap operas were living a different life. There were young women choosing to have neither no children or a free independent life and <clears throat> sorry, choosing to have um, a smaller family two or three children rather than more uh, and as this happened a strange pattern emerged this is before the days of the internet wherever these programs were streamed in brazil the culture started changing the family sizes started changing over this period this is a whole study i've got a link to the paper you can ever read if you want um and, and part of the evidence was that people started naming their children after the characters in the tv show because they they're image of the world and how the world could be was being rebuilt uh, um, by what they were watching on TV. Now, from a, uh, if you want to get sociological about it, there's two ways of viewing this. 
One is, should that have happened? The other side of it is, it did happen, and therefore, does it mean that the producers and writers have a responsibility because society is impacted by what we watch on TV? And taking that a step further, the characters that are to other people, the characters that they are playing, those actors, do they then have a responsibility to to act or behave in a certain way or possibly to stay neutral so as not to tilt society one way or the other with their opinions because at the end of the day they should just be movable props sure so that's the that's the thing that's 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 on one side of this argument the other side of the argument is israeli girl gets hollywood part she's not an american in quotes she's a foreigner Leading role, superhero film, great character, glad it was made, and she plays it awesomely. So really mixed feelings. Don't like the things that she says. No, of course. I agree. That was the beginning of that. What do you think? I've zoned you out. It's tough. It's very tough to talk about, I think, because... Do they have a responsibility? Yes. I think if you're going to cast someone in the role of such an important character, you know, not just now, but throughout history, you do have a responsibility almost to, to kind of make sure you cast the right person. Have you seen Outlander? No. Okay. It's a slightly different type of series. It's, um, it's kind of weird. I'm going to say something that's borderline sexist. Mm-hmm. It feels, and it's a borderline sexist because it's my perspective. It's not my opinion. It's how it came across to me. Okay. Outlander feels like the kind of series that a woman, that I would expect a woman to like. Okay. But then I watched it with the other half and she said, yeah, it's kind of boring. Interesting. Um, I thought it was quite, kind of good. So I don't know what that says about me. What is it about? It's about a woman who is in this relationship with this guy and it's almost like a, it's almost sort of Victorian slash Edwardian um, turn of the century type of posh, <laughs> posh feeling. Um, uh, it's like reading Emma or something like that, uh, but it's not. Okay. And, and, and then she, they go to Scotland on a holiday and she goes off somewhere and somehow gets stuck, goes back in time and meets the ancestors of her husband and is now living in this other world a couple of hundred years ago. And then she comes back to the present and then she goes back to the... And she's like flipping between these worlds. Okay. So it's weird and it's got this very melancholy romantic um, atmosphere. Yeah. So yeah, I have to watch it with wine otherwise it's, I'm not in the mood. Okay, it's, it's, it's nice that it's there. Um, but that was at the bottom of the list. So if we go down the list, have you seen any of these? You've seen Alien Covenant. Let me talk about Girl Boss for a second. Yeah. So this show really frustrated me. So I'll tell you why. When I first watched it, I expected to see a show that, you know, would have been 
would have... Sorry, I was going to quickly bridge the two things that we're talking about. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> One is about responsibilities and portrayal of how people and their acting, the people are portrayed on screen and whether we can separate them or not. And the other is the roles that women are now getting and playing, how those roles are coming across, how we view them, whether we like them, whether we don't like them. And almost like a little showcase of what's on at the moment that people can watch that we like. So there's this like a very rough bridge between the two. So we'll sort of comment on one and then the other as we go along. So we talk about responsibility, right? The issue with this show is in a in an age where the whole, I'm going to call it a movement, the entrepreneurial movement is becoming such a big thing. Yeah. You have this character, granted the story happened a few years back. It's based off a true story, but it's been dramatized somewhat. The issue that I have with the show is that in an age where the entrepreneurial movement is becoming such a big deal to, you know, young people's lives, we have a show here that is fundamentally the basis of what an entrepreneur is, right? She's a young girl who wants to go out in the world and she wants to make something of herself. Okay. Now, the issue that I have with the show is that the character that this girl plays, albeit wonderfully, right? Got no issue with the person who plays the character. The issue that I have is with the character itself. She is a bit of a dick. Um, <laughs> a bit of a dick. She does things that are incredibly unethical. Whether I haven't, look, I haven't read the, the actual story of the girl this is based around. So I'm talking about the show here. Sounds like Iron Fist. Yeah. So she's stealing things to get ahead. She's being manipulative. She's just not a very nice person. And the premise of this show, the very foundation this show is laid on, is based on this girl being an absolute dick. And that's how she's trying to get ahead. So to me, what this show says is, if you want to get ahead in life... You have to steal. You have to be manipulative. Yes, yes. You have to do everything that you can do to get ahead. Doesn't matter who gets her on the way. Yeah, this is exactly what we're talking about. It's kind of weird because you want the roles to be there and you want to uh, have these stories. Um, go for it. I've just read that it's been cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Result. You did it. We haven't even broadcast yet. Excellent. <laughs> Congratulations. Excellent. Wow. I think I've killed that Shannara series. And <laughs> <laughs> Right. Okay. Moving on. So, um, yeah, we watched Alien Covenant. <coughs> I talked about that last time. Um, as a film film series that continually has uh, female heroes in science fiction, what do we think? What do you think? Brilliant. Um, let's briefly talk about Prometheus as well because we didn't, obviously, we weren't recording when that came out. Other Prometheus, so uh, the character who, play, who played Doctor, what's her face? Numi, I don't know how to say her second name. Is it Rapace. Rapace. Um, she did an amazing job. Yeah. Um, and shit, who fuck? Who was in fucking Covenant? What's her name? I've seen it before. Catherine Waterston. Okay. 
Um, I felt like there was a step down, almost. Uh, it was almost the, I'm going to call it a limelight again, I guess. It was shared with Michael Fassbender. Yeah, it was very much the Fassbender show. Um, yeah. I agree. I didn't like that. I wanted there to be another Ripley. I wanted yes. to see another generation, someone else take over. I wanted that head nod to still be there. Because that was the amazing thing about when Alien and Aliens came out. that They, they, they highlighted something that was just not being done. But there was still that kind of element of he uh, heroicness, I guess, if you will, uh, to her character, um, which I think worked. But again, it didn't feel... When I describe this film to others, I describe it as all of the best parts of Alien in one film. Alien and Prometheus, sorry. But I think that was the issue there is because you're trying to put so much in this film, you're trying to make it, obviously, the sequel to Prometheus. You're trying to make it a sequel to Alien. Yeah. There's too much going in there and the focus has been lost on the way it's no longer about this female character. It's just about Everything else apart from that. Yeah. Uh, almost like pandering to the fans. Yes. Um, who will probably be most... I'm going to just guess that most of the fans are male. Yeah. Uh, my other half doesn't like watching Alien. Okay. Uh, and many other um, people have had the same opinion. Women. So... But hey, women can do science fiction. Yes. You a fan of Hunger Games? Not hugely, but they're good films. Are they still available on Netflix? I think so. I think so. Okay. You're not a huge fan of Hunger Games. Why? Just felt like Battle Royale to me. Uh, okay. But there's more. There's a bit more to it. No, of course. Yeah, no, definitely. I think... Uh... Does your other half like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves it. A lot or okay? She neither... It's neither okay or loves it. She's All right. in between. She okay. enjoys those films because she read the books and she loved the books. Right. She was like really onto the books. Like she loved it. Um, yeah. A lot of people say that. Yeah. That's generally the case, I guess. Right. Um, I don't know. I think the films, they were good. They were brilliant spectacles. And I think I want to compare them to Pirates of the Caribbean here in terms of they're fun films to watch. But would I care if they stopped making them? And they have obviously. No. <laughs> Do okay. you know what I mean? Like, so you wouldn't see that they wouldn't feel like they were landmark films, science no. fiction films with the female lead and all this kind of stuff. No, I think Alien takes the cake for that. Okay. Have you watched Van Helsing? No. Okay. It is okay. It's okay. The entire first season of Van Helsing on Netflix is like an intro to this series called Van Helsing. And it's from a series of comics. So the hands are kind of tied. It's very dark and melancholy, um, nicely violent. Fairly interesting story and um, hang on. Kelly Overton gets to kick ass. Um, she was in the ring, True Blood. So yeah, well worth a watch. Uh, you're going to have a hell of a editing session with this. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Van Helsing, uh, Christopher Heyerdahl's in it. Um, who's from Hell on Wheels, the Swedish guy. He's awesome. Um, there's a guy called 
Trezo Mahoro, who's really good. Uh, and it's, it's, it's kind of vampire walking dead type of thing. Uh, but I like it more because uh, it's, it's just, I don't know, something about it I like. It wasn't great, but something about it I like. Um, Killjoys, I've talked about before, is a respectful attempt. Uh, we talked about it last last episode, I think, with that Hannah John came in as a lead. Um, and these two guys supporting her. It was good. Girls do science fiction. Um, Stranger Things, if people haven't watched that, that is awesome and rises to the top of the list of science fiction-y type things to be watched. Uh, with I would describe Stranger Things as having pretty much a female lead. Two absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Have you ever watched The Killing? No. Okay. The the original, uh, where is The Killing from? Is it Dutch? I think it's Dutch. Anyway, um, well, it's good. Danish. Danish. There you go. <clears throat> it's good. It's slow paced. Uh, it has, it's got the woman from that sky series in the ice <laughs> the weird the dark nasty dark one what's her name they're gonna have to say her name now because i've forgotten it's not michelle forbes is it no 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 i think that's the netflix because um, someone uh either netflix or someone in america has remade the killing but don't watch that one watch the original because the original is awesome 2011 2014 i don't know Who's who's the lead? Sophie. Sophie. Grabol. Grabol. Yes, she is awesome. She's brilliant. Um, and want to see her in more in- English-speaking roles. Agent Carter. That came on somewhere. Were you a Fortitude. Fan of Fortitude. Yeah, that's Fortitude is also interesting. Were you a fan of Agent Carter when it was on? I didn't watch it, unfortunately. Man in the High Castle. Yes. Not related to Agent Carter at no. all. But to me, another great series yes. with a female lead. Yes. Um, still going. Great. Yes. Lots of intrigue. Yes. Lots of opportunity to play a different type of role. Absolutely. And that one's an interesting one, I think, because even though there's a sense of... In a time where there's supposed to be a sense of... In a time. Yeah, go on. Was there supposed to be a sense of submissiveness? In a time when there's a sense of submissiveness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure where this is going now. She manages to hold her own as a character. <laughs> what the what? <laughs> Just a phrase. A sense of submissiveness. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think she's... She's obviously... It almost reminds me of Mad Men in many ways. Okay. Um, where you've got this, you know, heavily male-dominated world and there's very little you can do to kind of try and overcome these obstacles, if you will. But you still manage to somehow... Do, do you know what I mean? Sure. Yes, there's lots of that. Especially when she's running into... Um um, the Japanese yes. places. Yep. Okay. 
uh, Glow we've kind of talked about, but yeah, awesome. And actually discusses a lot of these issues, uh, especially about roles for women and what a shit show that's been up until now where things feel like they're changing. What The thing that tells me that they're changing are when things like um, The Chronicles of Lizzie Borden comes on. Have you seen The Chronicles of Lizzie Borden? I have not. Uh, based on a true story with a lot of artistic license taken. This is the story of uh, a complete and utter nutter who will not take any grief in a society where there is, as my friend says, a sense of submissiveness. Uh, is that the title of this show now? Yes. Woo man, a sense of submissiveness. <laughs> Oh no, that's a terrible, that's a terrible title. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about Scandal because, uh, or as defamation as it's known now, because it got so shredded uh, and, and uh, in Dear White People, they said all the things I would have said about Scandal. Um, comedies. Have you watched Veep yet? I have not. Bah! <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Why not? watching sons of anarchy oh fucking sons of anarchy all right fine have you watched the mindy project that's an interesting face the, what the wife loves the show you don't like it i don't like it why no, don't get me wrong right i am thrilled is this a north south is this a north south indian thing no 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 at all <laughs> Look, i'm thrilled that a indian female has done incredibly well in the states right I take nothing away from her. Yeah. But I just can't bring myself to watch the show and take it seriously. It's ridiculous. The show is silly. Okay. I give her credit where credit's due. She's done wonders for herself. In The Office, she was brilliant as Kelly. I don't know if you've seen Office before. Not the... Is it in the American Office? Yeah. yeah. No. She was great in that. Um, she's, she's great in this. Don't get me wrong. But this, it's the story... That stresses me out. It's not meant... It's just a comedy show. No, I know, I know. But uh, I have the choice, obviously, to, yeah. to you know, whether I whether or not I want to watch this show. Sure. And the reason I don't want to watch this show is because I feel like silly. It, it is silly. It is silly. Uh, but see, New Girl, on the other hand... But it's silly like Scrubs is silly. Yes. Yeah. yeah same type of comedy. Yeah. I can accept that. But I wasn't a huge fan of Scrubs. Okay. I feel like I need to give both shows another go, though. Okay, but you like New Girl? Because New Girl's also that humour, and I think it's actually a similar production company. Same production? I can't remember. No, it's not. Cause it's... No, it's not. I take that back. It's not. I tell you what I love about New Girl. And it's not... It's funny enough, it's not Zoe Desk Channel. Desk Channel. It's... Desk Channel. It's the dialogue that they write, unfortunately, for the men... <laughs> But it's still silly. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, no, it's cool. But that's what I find hilarious. Okay. And again, where she's able to hold her own, both sides, in a strongly, you know, male-dominated environment, I think is remarkable. Okay. There is a funny show called Broad City, which may or may not appeal to certain people's tastes. It's raw. It's funny. Um, talking of silly shows, I want to talk about uh, really quickly, um, chewing gum, which is uh, Michaela. Damn, I should have written a name in the notes. Um, this is a UK show. 
and it was on Channel 4, but it's now, well, when I was in Canada, it was available on Netflix. I'm not sure if it's available on Netflix here, if it's not. Michaela Cole. Michaela Cole. She is fucking hilarious, and she's a brilliant writer, and this is also a silly show, but it's a UK show, um, and it's brilliant, and it's, just watch it. It's very, very funny. It basically takes place um, <laughs> on a housing estate in London. Um, Michaela's black, by the way. And uh, so she has this sort of traditional-ish Christian um, African family that she's from uh, who would not approve <laughs> of the kind of things she's going out and doing. But she's also sort of exploring and discovering the world. And so she's always never sure how to behave. And she ends up always behaving in a way that's a very awkward version of how she wanted to behave. And that is the, the sort, of, sort of foundation of every episode. It's very, very funny. Um, um, I'm not going to say anything else. It's, it's great. Watch it. Uh, so, yeah. And so th then things start getting a bit militant on this list with uh, <laughs> Dear White People, which we'll talk about next month. What are you showing me? Yeah, it's stuff like that. Just, <laughs> it's very funny. It's very, very funny. I think the the moment before that happened, the guy said, oh, I need to kiss me like no one's ever kissed me before. <laughs> <laughs> or something along those lines. That's good. Um, which actually is an old Hot Shots joke, but it's nice to see it done again in a different context. Cool. So, uh Dear white people. Yes. Uh, uh, uh. Like you said, we're going to be discussing this. Hopefully next month. Yeah. And the issues surrounding it in detail next month. Um, but let's talk about the female. Logan. Yes. Logan's a legend. She's playing such a difficult role. Uh, she's doing a great job of going, she's doing the exact opposite of Gal Gado and she's going around with the producer trying to talk about how the series should be taken. Yeah, a lot of people just read the title and say, I'm not watching that white guilt shit. And it's not that at all. It's not that at all. I'd recommend that everyone watch this. I think it's one of the most important series made to date Agreed. about things that are so difficult to communicate um, across cultural boundaries. Uh, <laughs> Um, but I think that works by kind of in, in, in on so many levels, not just about race, but also the topic that we're talking about today. I found about women. Yeah. Yeah. I found it particularly difficult to kind of Dear men people. Yes. Literally. Yeah. Okay. To kind of I guess articulate why it's so important that females should be in equal roles <coughs> um, like their male counterparts. But it, you know, much again, much like the race issue, it surprises and shocks me how in this day and age where we're talking about equality on such a grand scale and doing all, all sorts of, all sorts of things that we still haven't found a way to equally treat women in film the way that they should be. Right, okay. Just pay is a good start, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, um, 
I've got nothing to add to that. So I think that's, uh, we're kind of running out of time here. So I'm going to say that's a, a roundup of the kind of stuff um, that's out at the moment that we like that with, with it has uh, uh, female leads and some, as you said at the beginning, strong female characters, some funny female characters, some nerdy female characters, <laughs> some, some all different types of female characters in lead roles doing fantastic jobs, which is great to see. We just think it's something that should be highlighted in this month when Wonder Woman is out because it's a, it's a flavor of the month and we're, and we're jumping on that bandwagon. <laughs> so honestly for you, what you found? Talking about pay gaps, right? Pay gaps, yeah. Did you see this about Gal Gadot and how much she got paid? No, go for it. So she got 300,000 for Wonder Woman. Yeah. It's not bad. Henry Cavill for Man of Steel made 14 million. This article explains it though. Does it explain how Henry Cavill is 13.7 million more better looking? <laughs> No, but you just explained it. Well done. There you go. And that's how we're going to finish. <laughs> it's all about aesthetics for the movable oh, props. Excellent. Well, <laughs> sorry it's been a bit late this month, guys. Uh, next month will be a bit more. We made it longer. Type, we have made it slightly longer. Um, I, like when, I like it when you make it longer. That's what she said. Really? Speaking of equality. Really? <laughs> wow. What a, what a way to end. Whoa. Guys, if you like this, please hit subscribe and add it to your collection. Fail. You can find us on Acast, iTunes, Overcast, all your favorite podcast providers. Hey, including TuneIn now, which means you can play it straight from your Alexa. Does that you work? Can... Have you tried it? I've tried it, but you have to play it from your phone. This doesn't, doesn't count, does it? No, it doesn't count. Oh. But hey, if you can manage to get Alexa to play it from your Echo or Dot, then you can find us on Movieville, Movieville Podcast from tune in uh we're also on stitcher still unfortunately um <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay but the reason is obviously we're still getting listens from it that's why all right um i'm on twitter at at movieville kazir and kushal's at kushal joshi please find us on instagram at at movieville org um and uh i think that was the end of episode 47 thank you for listening i've been Curran. See you in full. I should have said that in the mic. <laughs>